Well, maybe you boys might be interested in putting on a big-time wrestling bout. You know, make a nice hunk of dough for yourself. It's time to fight! Santa? Yes, Virginia, there is a Santa Claus. Morgan, you're out of here. You don't have the right temperament for the trade. You're a dead man. What am I supposed to do? There's always barber college. Frankie, I know you're a great wrestler, but my brother, who ain't as handsome as you, is as strong as Charles Atlas. Yeah, but I've wrestled women that are bigger than him. Sure, you got fat, sloppy women. Hello and welcome to Camel Clutch Cinema, the podcast where we talk about movies that star wrestlers or have wrestling in them. I'm Guy Hutchinson. And I'm Craig Cohen. On this episode, we are talking about movie connections to WrestleMania 29. We are we are standing by. We're going to be on Captain Marvelous's fantastic podcast. You may remember he was on with us and we were on his show as a big crossover when we did Body Slam, the uh, or no, Tag Team. Tag team. So uh, we we did that crossover with with him on his show on the that's so raving segment of his show. What is the what is the title of the the main show he does, Greg? Uh, off the ropes, off the rope podcast. So you can look that up on your podcast apps and you can uh, check out his show. He's just fantastic. He is saying right now, do you want me to do both you and Craig as a team or one at a time? We are a team. I'm going to oh, write yes. some big letters. Package, package we deal. Are a team. All right. So we are standing by. He's going to be talking to us. And in the meantime, it is, you know, we, we are, it is WrestleMania weekend. And so we're going to be talking to him about our predictions for WrestleMania. But we thought we'd also just talk about WrestleMania and its connection to movies. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, we're all going to learn here that there, a lot of the competitors in, in this year's WrestleMania have done movie work, TV work. Um, yeah. Over the years. And we've, we've talked about some of these already and some of these we will talk about in the future, but it is a, it is an exciting, exciting time of the year. The biggest time for wrestling fans. I have heard from some people, Craig, that listen to this show that don't like wrestling. Some people that are movie fans that enjoy yes. the way that we talk about movies and they, they say, you know, hey, I learn a little bit about your wrestling nonsense, but mostly I get to hear about movies. And I think movies that have wrestlers in them almost without fail tend to appeal to guys. Yeah, I, I'd say that's that's fair, yeah. I mean, occasionally there's there's a, a legendary, you know, which is more of a drama. There's uh, The Princess Bride, which which every guy likes, but is certainly yeah. not your, your typical guy movie. But for the most part, you start digging into movies that have a wrestler in them. It's It's Arnold Schwarzenegger Stallone territory. Yes, yes. And actually, before we were sitting down to record this, I, I almost texted you about this. I almost picked up the phone and called you. I was so excited to see it. But AMC, the uh, the cable network, it used to be, I guess, American Movie Classics. I, I'm not sure if AMC still stands for that or not. It's got it, right? They, you think they may have changed it? <laughs> I don't know with with some of the movie choices they make. Yeah, they're like they're like classics aren't there. They're like we're now America Movie Channel. <laughs> yeah. So uh, be, before we sat down to record this, yes. I was looking at the guide, and uh, about forty minutes ago, the Marines started up. Ah, uh, the original. Yes. Oh man, that movie is very good. Yeah, which we did way back on episode number one, if you can believe it. Yeah, that was the, the episode where you had quite an echo in your voice, and I yes. was eating rock candy and drinking, I think, Miller High Life? Yes. I think it was the beer from that movie. 
Uh, that is, uh, is of course, John Cena, who is, of course, headlining this card, fighting against The Rock. And, I mean, you you can't talk about movies and wrestling without these two guys. John Cena did a handful of WWE films, hasn't been able to break out beyond that, though. Yeah, aside from his uh, his cameo appearance, quote unquote, in Ready to Rumble. <laughs> oh, that's right, Ready to Rumble, the WCW movie. There's yeah. that scene that we talked about when we reviewed it, where Goldberg's bench pressing and John Cena's spotting yeah. him for no reason. Yeah, it's funny when we had um, Dan Kunkka on to talk about the writer of Twelve Rounds. Mm-hmm. He talked about Cena sort of being in Hollywood and taking movies. All right. And I'm it going to, like- I want you to put a pin in that. We are getting a call from Captain oh. Marvel. Hello, Captain. Are you there? Ahoy, hoy. Are we live? Uh, no, I'm not recording right. yet. Well, now we are recording. You are live on Camel Clutch Cinema because we're recording here. And uh, so you're here with us and we're going to be here with you. Ooh, ooh, then let me press record on mine here. The first ever sign. This is like WCW. <laughs> This is like the big night where where Vince and and Shane had had purchased uh, WCW and it was being simulcast. Yes. Okay. So all of you out there on uh, listening to OTR on the Dane community, that's uh, Craig and Guy from Camel Clear Cinema. Now they're recording their show. That's right. I'm recording mine. That's why we're talking about Shane and the the whole simulcast in the last episode of WCW. That's right. When when J E double F J A double R E double T was F I R E D. Now, do I have to call Craig or is he on the line? I believe Craig is here. Craig, are you there? Wait, maybe. Hold on. Maybe I have to hit a button to get Craig connected. Hang on one second. He's probably on hold. Let's see, he's on hold. All right, now can I add him to the call? All right, I think Craig is now joining us. I am. Hey, Captain. Whoa, so the first ever OTR simulcast along with uh, Camel Clutch Cinema. That's right. Yeah. Now, I, I want to preface this. Now, people have heard you. We did the, the episode uh, we did of Tag Team, the Roddy Piper, Jesse Ventura TV show. We also put that on our feed so people could listen to that. And I hope every one of them has subscribed to your show. But in the event that they haven't, please give us a quick overview of who you are and what your show is for them. Now, this is Captain Marvelous, and I do a show where we review wrestling for, well, most of the time. A lot of times it just devolves into conversations about Saved by the Bell. I, I got to tell you, your your discussion of the Incredible Hulk cartoon was fantastic last week. Yes, well, you know, a lot of people don't know about the Hulk almost getting raped at a YMCA. <laughs> I... I had never, uh, all the times I had heard that, I had never noticed, you know, the dialogue in the in the song where he says, um, he's, uh, ain't he un- unglamorable? What was the, what is the word? Oh, uh, he got hit by glamoury, ain't he unglamoury? Yeah, I had always thought it was ain't he unglamorous, but it's ain't he unglamoury. Yes, ain't he unglamoury, the, the ever-loving Hulk. I never knew. So, Captain, are you excited about WrestleMania 29? Mildly. <laughs> <laughs> I, I honestly have to say, this WrestleMania build, to me, has been one of the worst. Yeah, it's uh, it's certainly up there for, for builds. that it, They just fell flat on a lot of these. The, you know, the best build, I think, on the whole card is Fandango. I was just going to say that, and that was sort of accelerated, too. That's right. It, and you know what I think might have uh, contributed to that? It's because we kind of saw these 
been built up since like around SummerSlam or so. Yeah. So it's, a lot of this stuff is it's not really, it, you know, it's that point where you're like, geez, it's about time. <laughs> Yeah, I, I do have to say, I am irritated to no end that on this card, we have the Bellas after they came back a few weeks ago. We have um, uh, uh, what's Johnny Curtis as Fandango, who hasn't really wrestled yet. And yet the Miz and Wade Barrett can't be on this damn card. And Antonio Cenzaro isn't yeah. even in the building. U.S. champ. I don't understand yeah. that. So what we're doing here on OTR yes. is that. We're going to run down the card for WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. We're going to, well, you guys are going to give me your predictions. Yeah, we have them. We're ready. Mm-hmm. Now, how so, have for this? How long do you want us to talk for? Oh, you just, you know, let me know who you think's going to win and give me the answer why. doesn't really matter how long. All right, because we we, we've thought like, these through. We've figured out the entire matches. We know how, oh. we know how the whole card's going. So, yeah, we oh. pretty much booked Mania 29. Yeah, I will tell you, if you're listening and you don't want spoilers, you might want to skip ahead a little bit because I think we've nailed every one of these matches. So pretty much they shouldn't even order the pay-per-view. <laughs> yeah, just listen and we will we'll spell it all out for you. So go and ahead. And send us the 70 bucks. <laughs> no, actually, yeah, there you go. Now, before, um, before we get started on these, I want to pimp something out to your listeners. Ooh. I'm sure I mentioned this on the... On the OTR show already. Now, if my page would load anytime soon, I would get right to it. So, WrestleMania, now, for those of you who aren't rich, it's $70. Wow. $70 for the HD feed, and I believe 65 for the SD. All right. You know what? You got you to go SD and then go to Little Caesars to get a pizza for the extra 5 bucks. I think you got to go, go SD on that. Five, now, 5 bucks is 5 bucks. Now, here's the best part. Um. I'm sure your show is listened to nationwide, if not worldwide. Worldwide, yes. Mm-hmm. So I'm actually speaking to the people in the L.A. area. So people in the L.A. area, or if you could get to this place. This uh, this is awesome. You So you, you tell about this event. I so wish I was in L.A. this week. Yes. Yeah, so at the Wrestling Guy store, now the Wrestling Guy is a good friend of mine. He opened up a, a store that sells wrestling toys, wrestling shirts, all WWE official merchandise. That's all he sells. It's like a Toys R Us for wrestling fans. I love it. That's amazing. So for WrestleMania 29, we will actually be showing the pay-per-view. Now, we still haven't decided if it will be on a projector screen or on a big screen uh, TV. But either way, we're going to be showing it. We will be charging $10 entrance. And you will get a slice of pizza and a drink. It's a bargain. Yes. Yeah. So you, you mean $10, you get, a, you get your food, you get your drink. You don't have to spend seventy dollars for sixty-five in your Little Caesars pizza. Yeah, and that's the only downside. You won't get a whole pizza. That's true. Yeah, but you're going to be watching it with like-minded wrestling fans. Yes. Or if they're smart, they got their they got their iPod on and they're listening to us right now talking during the card. Exactly. We're better than Michael Cole. So, um, actually, we we just added this. Now you know I've made some of these wrestling. Uh, themed chairs that i've been painting <laughs> yeah amazing amazing value for uh for what you're getting so the wrestling guy and i just came up with this idea like literally like 10 minutes ago we are going to be selling a vip package for 30 dollars. you get to sit front row you get your pizza you get your drink and you get to take the chair home oh, chair beautiful. being a 25 dollar value the entrance the 10 dollar value that's 35 dollar value 
that you're taking for $30. You get to see the pay-per-view and you get to take the chair home. It's the greatest deal ever. Yes, it's amazing. Now, for those of you, like I said, around the L.A. area, the address is 6085 State Street, Huntington Park, California, 90255. And if you have any questions, you can call 323-393-3162. And that's the Wrestling Guy store. It's got to be the most fun. I mean, that is probably the most fun you'll ever have watching a wrestling event. Yes, watching it with like-minded fans is always a hoot. Yeah, please, and, and please uh, do some uh, some live tweeting if you could. Because right. I would love to follow along with, uh, with, with you guys. Oh, yeah, I'll take my laptop and I'll be tweeting and Facebooking. Oh, great. Yeah, now, unfortunately, we can't be there because we're going to have to be at the stadium watching the real uh-huh. event live. Oh, <laughs> It, it's you know it's going to be cold here, Captain. Well, yes. you know what? Maybe next year we'll do it again. <laughs> you guys don't miss out. You don't, you don't get your slice of pizza. Well, you know what we'll do for SummerSlam? We'll we'll set up a store here, and you cannot come to that. <laughs> oh yeah, well, I'll be at the arena. Darn it! <laughs> All right, so now I'm sure uh, the people are getting desperate to hear the the. Your predictions here. need to know, yes. Do I have to give my predictions so that your listeners could hear them? I think that's a good idea. Yeah. So let's go. We'll we'll go one at a time. You you give us yours, and and we'll give you you the real one. This segment might take a little longer than the others because it's a special uh, multicast or whatever we call it. (laughs) And actually, I'm on the dot com right now. And they have, when you click on the match, it lets you know who, what the percentage of the WWE Universe thinks is going to win what match. Oh, wow. So uh, let's start with the first match, and it's the, I can't stop laughing every time I say it, pre-show YouTube match. Yes. Wade Barrett versus The Miz. It's an interactive pre-show match. Right. So my theory for this is that they're going to have, like, three different moves up on the screen with the different uh, wrestlers, the two guys, and and they're going to have to stand there. You're going to tout who you think should do the move, and then you... (laughs) You have to tweet which move they're going to do. So, so it's like a live micro league wrestling. Yes, yeah. micro league wrestling for the Commodore sixty four is exactly what you're describing. That's why this is a one hour pre show. <laughs> they have to give it time for all the results to come in. This is perfect because Bruno is back in the family, so he can say stuff like "I need a Broma Seltzer" like he used to in the game, <laughs> and Vince can say "What a maneuver!" Yes. Have you played this game, or are we talking over your head? I have not played it. Okay, so write that down. I want you to play this before the next time we talk. you got to download an emulator for the Commodore 64 and then Micro League Wrestling, or go to YouTube and watch a video. That'll suffice, but you have to check into this. (laughs) I will. All right. right. Who who are your picks for this? All right, this is is our pick for this. So your pick for this is who? My pick for this is is the Miz, and my pick is that this is going to steal the show. All right. All right. Now, Craig, why don't you, why don't you give him our, uh, our pick for this one? You are close in the, in the, uh, the stealing the show department because we have this going as a 12-minute classic. It's really <laughs> going to be you know, uh, probably a, a five-star match at the end of the year, but it will have a, no, a, a non-finish right. because the Miz and Wade Barrett are going to stop 
to watch a fight in the stands. Yeah, two guys in the stands are going to start fighting over beer or their girlfriends or something, and they're just going to stop and watch this fight, which will be so fascinating that the entire arena will check it out, and then the guys won't finish the match, and they'll just go back to the locker room. Now, are these two guys named Guy and Craig? No, no. (laughs) (laughs) That would not be an exciting fight. No, it wouldn't. (laughs) All right, what is the next one? Well, before we move on, the WWE Universe has this. Wade Barrett at 25%. The Miz winning at 75%. All right. Oh, wow. I, I wouldn't have thought that. With 96,081 votes. Hmm. I hope All right, next match. <sighs> Tons of Funk. That's right. The Funk of Dankles versus Road Scholars and the Bella Twins. Yes. Now, how do you see this going down, Captain? I want Road Scholar to win, but I see the Funkadactyls winning and then just big dance-off at the end. All right. The way we see this going on is the heels come out, right? And they're all dressed as doink. It's like the Survivor Series match where everybody was dressed as a doink. And then the two Bella doinks are in the ring, right? And Clay oh, comes in the uh, ring. Sorry to interrupt you, yeah. but I'm going to steal that. The Bella doink. <laughs> So we've got two Bella Doinks in the ring. Clay comes into the ring, and the referee's like, you can't be in the ring with them. This is not, you can't have male on female. You've got to tag in the girls. And Clay will disrobe and prove that he's female and pin both of them. <laughs> I like it. So so then you're picking Tensai and Clay. That's exactly right. Sweet tea. All right. And this, these count as both of your decisions, right? Yeah, so yeah. We're, we're in sync on these. Absolutely. All right, so WWE Universe, 22% Road Scholars and 78% Tensai Clay and the Funkadactyls winning with wow, 4,600 so votes. So the WWE Universe seems to be going really, really face-heavy so far. And so yeah. you got to call their mama. <laughs> All, All right. right. Chris, Chris Jericho versus Fandango. So how do you see this going, Captain? I say there's not even going to be a match. This is going to devolve into a Dancing with the Stars segment. That is, oh, wow. That is okay. that is exactly what we're thinking. Yeah, but with a lot of past superstars coming out, you're going to have Flash Funk coming out, Disco Inferno, Rikishi, yeah. Ernest Miller, right. Alex Wright, Scotty Tuhati, and then... Yes, this is the big one. To, to end it all, uh, Guy, tell us what's going to happen. Vince McMahon himself will come down to the ring and perform Stand Back. <laughs> Although I think you forgot one of the great greatest dancing superstars. Who? JYD? Lance Storm. Oh, Lance Storm. <laughs> Remember he had a big wong and he danced? You know what I wish I was joking about that gimmick? <laughs> I spent ten minutes today trying to explain the shampoo match with Edge and Booker T to somebody, so it's all it's all strange. Yes. So there will be, or who's going to win this? Vince McMahon's going to win the dance contest when he sings? <laughs> no, no, he's going to sing so they can all dance. Uh, oh, okay. There, there, there should be no winner and loser except for the crowd, which is all winners at that point. Yeah. So what does the WWE Universe say about this match? Okay, with 107, 600,000 votes. Oh, I thought you were going to say percent. Fandango, <laughs> <laughs> 13%. Chris Jericho, 87%. All right. Mm. Now, I wonder if the 13% is because somebody clicked the wrong button. Oh, no, no. I'm <laughs> Jericho. 
<laughs> All right, tag team championship: Hell No versus Dolph Ziggler and Biggie. All right, uh, let me take this one: Team Hell No versus Dolph and and Biggie. Daniel Bryan pins Biggie, and that's that's how it ends. <laughs> Nothing special. For no, you, well, you you don't joke about Daniel Bryan matches. Daniel Bryan wins the match. True. All right, what do you uh, say? Wow. See, my thing was, I thought. I've said this like four times already. I seriously thought AJ versus Caitlyn was a WrestleMania match. Yeah, I thought so, uh-huh. too. They really felt like they were building that. Turns out it's not. I guess I must have dreamed it or just made it up. I think it's going to happen at Access. So <laughs> Maybe the Saturday session we're at. It might. I hope it does. So what I thought is if AJ gets a match with Caitlyn, she would win the belt. These guys would win the tag team belts, and then Ziggler would cash in. They'd be full of gold. That would be awesome. Yeah. But... Since there's no Divas match for the title, anyways, um, I will say that Hell No wins. All right. Although Vince McMahon has joined Twitter and he said he'll be making a big announcement Friday night, that announcement, Captain, could be Caitlyn versus AJ. No, it's it's that he got his stand back suit pressed. <laughs> WWE Universe with 172,000 votes, 19% Ziggler and Langston, 81% Hell No. So, like you said, very face-heavy. Mm-hmm. The match I'm looking forward to the most, Ryback versus Mark Hungry. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think is going to happen on this one, Captain? Now, I'm actually expecting to see Goldberg versus Lesnar Part 2. Headlocks and elbow tie-ups and nothing much. <laughs> do, you want, do you want Stone Cold to ref it? Well... No, they should get somebody like, I don't know, who's another hungry guy gimmick? Oh, Matt Hardy. <laughs> yes, Matt Hardy could be there. Yes. Or Booker T, you know, with the whole pound of food men love. It's a whole oh, pound of food men love. Fashion Booger were around, they could have brought him in. Uh, oh, man. You know, I saw him like a month before he died, and he looked so good. I was like, wow, he looks the same as, not that he looked great, not that I was like, wow, Bastion Booger looks <laughs> no, amazing. He, he but I was a lot of weight. What's that? He lost weight, and I thought he looked better than he did when he wrestled. I couldn't believe he passed away when he did. He was at the, what was it, like the 20-year anniversary or something episode? Oh, Remember? Might, yeah, I think he might have been, yeah. He came out, and he was, like, real skinny. Mm-hmm. It's just sad, because I actually saw Paul Bearer, like, a month. Well, I saw him, like, in end of January, and then, like, a month later, he's dead. Yeah. He just said He looked perfectly fine. Yeah. So, yeah, so this match, I, I'm just expecting a lot of uh, tie-ups and whatnot. But I'm hoping it'll be a good match. I like when big guys fight. So <laughs> so hit us with the Ryback-Mark Henry match, Craig. All right, so Ryback's going to come out fired up, more fired up than he's ever been before. He's going to be going with the Feed Me More chant. Mark, Mark Henry's going to come out to the ring with a food tray, and it's going to have Sonic on it and Subway. And all the sponsors. All, all the sponsors. Ryback's going to put on a bib, and he's going to start feeding Ryback past the point of it being weird. Yeah, when it starts to get really uncomfortable for the crowd, he's going to keep putting food in his mouth. And he'll just be like, feed me more! And then eventually, he'll say, I'm full. And that'll be it. Mark Henry gets the the decision at that point. (laughs) So you're going with Mark Henry. Yeah, yeah, we're going. But it's it's not a pin or a submission. It's a I'm full. You know, there's yeah. it's no contest at that point. No, I got it. So they're in the middle of the ring. Yeah. And he's feeding him. He's feeding him. He's got a bib on. Mark Henry's yeah. like, 
I got to double down, and, and and he's like, feed me more. This is this is what should happen. The ring implodes like when Brock Lesnar and Big Joe broke it. That's right. Yes. Then he falls back and he says, "I'm fool." <laughs> That'll work too. That's that's that that is good. Does the WD, WWE universe say exactly the same thing? It does actually say that, right? Uh, Mark Henry wins by fool. No, it says Mark Henry 14%, Ryback 86%, with 175,000 votes. All right. I, now, that has more votes than some of the others. So there's people that only vote on one or two matches, I guess. Yeah, I believe it has more votes than the pre-show match. Yeah. And more and about the same type, type of, or amount of votes as the tag team match. More votes than the Fandango match, and more votes than the the Bella Doinks match. That's right. Remember when Fandango was Fandango before it became Fandango? Yeah, like that one week. Yeah, what was up with that? I don't know. I guess they thought they were, that they had to call him Fandango because <laughs> they probably had to pay like Fandango, the ticket company. That, I think that might have been it. And then Vince went to his his uh, his attorney, which uh, Steve Planamena, by the way. And he said, Steve, <laughs> do I have to pay them? And he's like, no. And he's like, well, then he's Fandango. <laughs> I think that's what happened. All right. Randy Orton, Sheamus, Randy Orton, Sheamus, and Big Show versus The Shield. Mm, okay. Very good. Uh, let, let me uh, First, Captain, you give us your pick on this, and then I will give you ours. I mentioned this before. I think that the Shield are going to come out. They're going to get in the ring. They are going to apologize to Orton, Sheamus, and and Big Show. They're going to apologize to the fans. Right. They're going to shake hands with everybody, and everybody's going to leave peacefully. I like that. I think that's the greatest idea ever. But I don't I, think I don't think that's what's going to happen. Yeah. Well, we know what's going to happen. Face turn for the Shield. <laughs> no, no, what we see happening is the Shield against Sheamus, Show, and Orton. The Shield wins cleanly. Great match. At the end, Orton has his heel turn, and no one in the crowd notices. Everyone is checking their cell phone. 83,000 plus looking at their cell phone at that moment. Orton shrugs his shoulders and leaves. <laughs> I like it. So what, what does the WWE Universe say? They say Shield with 19% and Orton Sheamus and Show with 81%. And that has 113,000 votes. Mm. All right. World Heavyweight Championship. Alberto Del Rio versus Racism. <laughs> what are you saying about this one? I say Racism wins, just like in real life. <laughs> no, I say Del Rio. He's my favorite, so I have to go for him. All right. What what we say is uh, that we we don't know because we're gonna go out and get our parking validated or get something from the snack bar or use the restroom or something during this match. Oh, good. I thought you were gonna say you were gonna go get your parking validated by Ricardo Rodriguez. Oh no, no. Actually, <laughs> Captain, do you think based on on Raw last night and and this is completely me, you know, doing you know possible fantasy booking here but do you see the potential for any kind of rod uh ricardo rodriguez uh heel turn no because i really think they're trying to make the rio into the new eddie uh-huh so i don't think they're gonna i think they're just going like totally totally traditional with this yeah like this is probably one of the ones that's the most 
clean, clear heel versus a good guy feel. Yeah, the only thing is it seemed weird to me last night when he, he told Ricardo to stay backstage and then he didn't. Uh, and, and then ultimately Zeb got the cane, uh, you know, the crutches from him. He had so. too much heart. Yeah, had I to guess go that's out it. there. I'm thinking that there may be a possibility of a Donald Trump run in. He brings Bobby Lashley with him and they shave Alberto Del Rio's head. <laughs> well, I would Trump, love that. Trump, is, Trump is like, I, I really like these guys. <laughs> these guys are making, talking my language. Uh, and I don't know. Well, like, seriously, though, I don't think that this swagger character is going to last longer than WrestleMania. Yeah, you know, I don't see where it could go after this, but it could always morph into just he's just a redneck after this. You know, he's just, you know, he's not a, a you know, a, a closed borders guy as much as he's just a grumpy guy who wants everybody off his lawn. You know, maybe he'll start drinking a lot. And as I mentioned before, um, he has his court appearance for the DUI like three or four days after WrestleMania. Uh, wow. I don't think, you know, Vince would like his champion showing up for a DUI hearing. He, he's he got to be the dumbest guy on the planet, right? I mean, right. that's that well, is the stupidest thing I've ever heard. When he, when he got in trouble, why on earth would you – you can't get from the arena to your hotel before you mm-hmm. get wasted? What is wrong with him? Well, I don't know. Maybe he's an RDV fan. <laughs> Remember, him and Sabu pulled that same stunt, except for RDV it was worse because he was – he was a champion of two shows. Yes. No, the best, though, of all time was Iron Sheik and Hacksaw Jim Duggan getting pulled over. They, they yeah. got pulled over here in New Jersey yeah. in the 1980s. And I remember this. I remember my dad being like, hey, you, you don't think that stuff's fake? Take a look at this. And I'm like, ah, oh, how could that be? How could they be in the car together? Why would they be high together? This is crazy. This can't be. <laughs> this is a setup. Well, to say the classic SWF line. Remember when Sheik and Duggan had that crack? <laughs> right. Triple H versus Bork Laser. Well, now wait. Did we get what the WWE oh, Universe? Oh, yeah, they said Shield would would lose. Okay, go on. This, no, but this we were talking about the the real match. Yeah, did we get their their opinion on that one? No. So WWE Universe nineteen percent Jack Swagger, eighty one Del Rio, and I believe this one has the most votes so far, three hundred thousand votes. Wow. wow, that's a lot of people care about this. So, so now we're heading into the main event. What so the percentage next... of those guys, though, say that they're going to be at the snack bar with us? Because I want to know if it's going to be crowded. <laughs> well, you know, it'll probably be divided because some of them will be heading to the restroom. Okay, good, good. Because I, I I think I want to get a hot dog. It's uh, Triple H versus Bork Laser in a no-holds-barred. If Lesnar wins, Triple H must retire, and he has to be blindfolded. While hopping with one leg to the ring, and he also has to wear like one of those little diver clips on his nose so he can't breathe well. Right. <laughs> I believe I got all of them. Oh, so what do you have, Captain? HBK in his corner. Mm-hmm. Uh, my guess is that Cyclops in Triple H's corner will shoot a laser at a uh, fork laser over there. <laughs> no, um, I think I think Brock is gonna win. Yeah. Now, now we pick Triple H, but Craig, could you lay out how the ending of the match will go? Yeah. Well, HBK is going to be there, but he's going to be in his camo hunting outfit, so nobody's going to see him. Yeah, he's camouflaged. <laughs> yes, he's completely camouflaged. Bork is going to trip over HBK, and Triple H gets the pin. Rolls him up right after he's like, he's like, what did I trip on? And then I'll just roll him up. Not even a pedigree. <laughs> what? 
So would this mean that HBK comes out of retirement and he has to face the stalker? <laughs> oh, that would be so awesome. Oh, actually, no, that was Barry Windham. Huh? <laughs> no, but I'm just seeing he's at ringside. He's minding his own business. He's not trying to trip Bork Laser, but he's walking by. He's like, uh, oh, what? There's nothing here. And then he's like, whoa, because he just trips over top of him because he can't see him because he's camouflaged. Yeah, and you know that hunters, you know, they sit in the same position for hours on end. So, right. you know, HBK is going to be camped out. Yeah, and HBK won't move out of the way because he's going to be, you know, on his bad side with his bad eye. And this one's actually his bad eye. He's one big eye now. It's like his <laughs> eyes are just trying to join together into one big eyeball. I want you to make me two different chairs, Captain. Either the Cyclops, <laughs> HBK, or the Belladoinks. <laughs> or, the bull, or all of them on the same chair. I'll be doing the Belladoinks anytime I can. <laughs> so... This match, okay, WWE Universe, 60% Bork Laser, 84% Triple H, with only 183,000 votes. Yeah, nobody cares. Everybody's like, we saw this match. Ah, no, the real one had a lot. All right, Undertaker versus CM Punk. Ah, Undertaker versus CM Punk. What are you saying this about this? the one that everybody's talking about. Yeah. I say Undertaker. Say Undertaker. That's the safe bet, but this is what we figure is going to happen. Mm-hmm. Taker's going to job to CM Punk, and quick. In like 30 seconds, CM Punk will hit him with a GTS, knocks him out, right? But then Vicky comes out, and she's like, oh, my God, it's no longer 20-0, and 0, it's 20-1. and 1. I'm booking you against the NXT roster. So one at a time, these guys go in. Undertaker <laughs> tombstones him, pins him. Then he pins another one, then he pins another one. He's up to like 12-0. and 0. And then she's like, um... The guys in the front row, everybody come in the ring, and just like how people line up to get smacked by Antonio Inoki, everybody's just lining up to get tombstoned and pinned until he's 21 and, oh, his brand new streak that starts off. That makes sense. So, so in other words, the streak is broken, and then it's recreated and, and gone one better. Now, I thought it was going to be, you know, I thought they were trying to break the record of the SD Jones-King Kong Bundy match. <laughs> that was... Wait talked about last show that is a great that is a great match because the timekeeper at the bell was so drunk that he let it go on like eight seconds longer than he said it did <laughs> yes because <laughs> 15 seconds is not impressive enough that's right poor sd jones sd jones was from uh he was from like antigua but whenever they announced him they're like from philadelphia and he's like i don't even know where philadelphia is didn't we <laughs> were we there last night so he was a great guy WWE Universe, 17% CM Punk, 83% Undertaker, and this one does have 330,000 votes. Yeah. Wow, that's a, a lot lower percentage for Punk than I than I thought. A few months yeah. ago, I would have thought, uh, when it first started, I would have thought there was a good chance for Punk, but it, it looks like they're just setting it up for the very, you know, uh, predictable match, but we'll see. Yeah, as soon as they made it about Paul Bearer, that's what made me think 0%. Yeah. <laughs> And now, before we actually move on, since we're talking about King Kong Bundy, you pointed out on the King Kong Bundy episode of Camel Clerk Cinema. Yes, yes. We, we talked to Jason Dale, who is the director of a movie called Fight the Panda Syndicate that stars King Kong Bundy. Now, you mentioned, uh, I believe Craig mentioned that he played Peg Bundy's brother in an episode of Married with Children. Yes. Did you know he also played himself in an episode of Married with Children? I did not. So there's the episode where he plays her redneck brother. But then there's a later episode where uh, 
Jefferson and Al and all his no man pals get together to watch wrestling, and their idol is King Kong Bundy. And Jefferson even asked uh, Al, he's like, he's like, so King Kong Bundy, any relation? And Al says no. And then that's the episode where Bud wants to get into no man. So to get initiated, they tell him he has to wrestle King Kong Bundy. Oh and no! Al, uh, Bud Bundy dresses up as the Bumblebee. <laughs> he goes back, you know, he goes backstage. He meets King Kong Bundy, and King Kong Bundy says he tells him, you know, I want to get in this group. Can I beat you? And he says like, oh, yeah, don't worry about it, kid. Uh, you know, I'll, I'll put you over, pretty much what he says. <laughs> so he's wearing, he's wearing a bumblebee outfit, complete with a stinger, and his valet is Kelly. And when they're wrestling, Bundy throws Bud against the ropes. So Bud bounces back, and he has his stinger, and he pokes <laughs> King Kong Bundy in the butt. <laughs> and he falls down, and then he thinks that, you know, this kid's trying to take advantage of him. Oh, no. So he starts beating the crud out of him. At the same time, Al Bundy is watching the show at home with the No Man guys. And all the women, all their wives want to watch wrestling with them. Sure. They want to spend time together. Right. So this is the first time they've seen wrestling. So they're like, oh, my, look at these men. And they're getting all turned on. So the whole night ends with the women assaulting the men into having sex. <laughs> Bud Bundy ends up, you know, he gets this picture of him getting, you know, fighting King Kong Bundy. And he shows it to Al and he tells him, you know, if, if, he, if he could finally be in the group. And then Al says no, they gave up on watching wrestling because it was a hazard to their health. <laughs> well, I will tell you, this is slightly off the subject, but we once saw Rob Van Dam meet David Faustino, who played Bud Bundy. Are they we the same height? They, no, they're not. David Faustino, much shorter. But we were at a convention, and Rob Van Dam came over and said, Hi, I'm Rob Van Dam. And so we were like, Oh, my God, we are here. It's like when Richard Nixon met Elvis. We're here for the moment where Bud Bundy met Rob Van Dam. And then Rob Van Dam left to eat a burger. <laughs> he told us. We said, where are you going, Rob Van Dam? And he's like, I'm going to eat my burger. And he held it And he up. held the, the paper bag up in the air. He was excited. Now, my moment like that was I went to Wizard World, uh, and I believe it's 2006, and I'm looking at these toys. When somebody bumps into me, and they're like, oh, sorry, and I turn around, and I see nobody there. I look down, and Seth Green bumped into me. <laughs> <laughs> One-time hope of host of Monday Night Raw. Yes. And I must say, he is tiny. Yeah. And it's funny, because these two girls were there. You know, he bumps into me, says, you know, sorry, he walks away. And the two girls are looking at me like, if, oh, my God, you just met the Pope. <laughs> was, that, was that Seth Green? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> he just bumped into me. And they're like, oh, my God, he is so tiny. <laughs> so that's a guy. I don't know if, oh, my God, he is so tiny is what you want women to think of. <laughs> All right. Back to WrestleMania. All right. Main event. The Rock versus John Cena for the WWE Championship. All right. What do you say, Captain? Now, my prediction is John Cena gets The Rock for the AA, but The Rock gets out of it. He gets Cena for a rock bottom. He goes for the people's elbow, and then the screen goes dark because they ran out of time, so we never get to see them. <laughs> so this is like that WCW pay-per-view where they went over time and it got yeah, cut off so that, people could watch Molly? <laughs> yeah. 
That's exactly, except that WWE is never going to show a replay of what happened. <laughs> yeah, you know what? I like that because, you know, ultimately that protects both guys. <laughs> yeah, and then next year, three in a lifetime. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Craig, do you want to take this one or you want me to do this? I think so, but be ready to go cross-eyed because this is going to really, really make your head explode. We, we, have, we, a theory. Have, we have a theory yeah. that Vince Russo booked this match, by the way, yeah. Captain. This is going to be, Cena's going to have the first ever Double heel, double face turn. Yes. <laughs> so he will come to the ring with Heyman. Yes. Which will will, will be his heel turn. Everybody's going to be like, oh, my God, Cena's with Heyman. But during the match, he turns on Heyman and knocks him out. Yeah, he's like, I don't need you. Again. So he's a face. We're all like, oh, thank God. So then he turns into a rock bottom and gets pinned, and he throws a tantrum and beats up the rock. Uh-oh. For another heel turn. He's heel again. Oh, we're all devastated. Kids are crying. But then Vicky comes out, restarts the match. Cena goes clean, wins the match clean, and he turns face to send everybody home happy. Shakes hands with The Rock <laughs> and, and leaves, a, leaves a face again. I like that. Double heel, double face. Turn. Yeah, everybody gets what they want. That's right. We get two heel turns. So we get double what we want. That's Imagine right. the merch sales because everybody's gonna all the all the Cena fans are gonna rip their shirts off and burn them when he goes heel. Right. But then when he turns face, they'll run back to the merchandise stand to buy more shirts. That's exactly then, what's gonna happen. All the all the smarks are gonna go out and buy Cena shirts when right. he turns And then they're gonna rip them when he turns face and then go out and buy them again. Yes. Wow, that is genius. It is really, really the best solution to everything. Now this is a surprising one. Of course, with 516,000 votes, 30% The Rock, 70% John Cena. Oh, wow. Uh, and his time is now. That that actually surprised me. Yeah, well, I, especially I, considering the way they've been voting. Yeah, and I mean, because everybody says, oh, you know, little kids are the ones who vote, but it still surprises me. Yeah. Especially since it's so lopsided. I figure a lot of the smarts would be picking The Rock. Although I don't think not a smart like the rock either so yeah i think he's i think he was far more popular with them last year yes i don't know i think that the what the argument everybody made last year of he's never there has finally dawned on him now that he's the champion <laughs> and also the fact that he beat cm punk didn't help him out yeah yeah that's true and i think the fact that he was like we don't need a title that looks like it's from toys r us so give me a different title that looks exactly like it's from toys r us <laughs> Give me a title that looks like it's from KB Toys. <laughs> I got to tell you, on Raw last night, The Rock looked bigger than ever. Yeah, well, he doesn't have a wellness policy anymore. <laughs> well, in Hollywood. <laughs> As champ, you think that they, there would be some kind of wellness testing. No, but... no, he's a part-timer. He's, he's no <laughs> different than Seth Green. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, Seth Green did look like that on his. <laughs> Seth Green is the size of one of his, like, calves. <laughs> now, Captain, uh, we wish you the best of luck with this with this this whole thing you're doing with getting all the information. I hope that hope that we have contributed greatly in some way. But we want to get together with you again sometime over the summer and and review another TV show because my God, people loved listening to us talk about that horrible Jesse Ventura Roddy Piper show. I was thinking maybe when Jesse Ventura appeared on Small Wonder would be a good one. Or possibly Giant Gonzalez's appearance on Baywatch? 
Now, I haven't seen the Giant Gonzalez on Baywatch. Oh, perfect. But there's so many of them. There's there's Vader appearing as Vader in Boy Meets World. Yeah, that would be a good one. Remember, he was that fat kid's dad. That's right. Mm-hmm. We just spoke about King Kong Bundy and Married with Children. I think we did that already now. Yes. <laughs> I think that was a full episode. <laughs> so we'll pick something, and we'll and we'll get together um, in, in, in a few months and, and, the, and, uh, and do an episode. The Giant there Gonzalez was... one is a classic, though, because he's a sad giant that lives under a bridge. Well, I have to see that. He wears... <laughs> He's wearing his outfit that he wore at WrestleMania when he fought Undertaker <laughs> to the Undertaker's only non-win, you know, non-clean win at WrestleMania, won by disqualification. Yeah, because of the clock. Chloroform. Yeah, right. There's also that episode of that 70s show where Ken Shamrock and The Rock uh, cameoed. Yes. Yeah, The Rock plays his dad. And yeah. The, the Bushwhackers were on an episode of Harry and the Hendersons once. Oh, and speaking of the Bushwhackers, I believe they also wrestled Steve Urkel and Carl. <laughs> Maybe I'm confusing the two. I thought it, I think it's Harry and the Hendersons, though, and they wrestle Harry. But they, I think they're in both. They're either in both, or, or I've, I've meshed the two together in my brain at some point in time. Because now I'm thinking, it was a demolition that wrestled Carl and Urkel? <laughs> because I remember Urkel and Carl were the good guys, so they had to face some heels. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The Bushwhackers were playing heels on TV. That could have been. Bushwhackers, to the the American public, the Bushwhackers were terrifying. (laughs) Yes, that's true. All right, well, thank you for joining me. This was awesome. Thank thank you. you. We we enjoyed it. And tell Killenberg he has to be here next time we're on. Oh, that's true. Why is he ducking us? (laughs) Get him out of the cage. (laughs) All right, enjoy the rest of your night. I hope everything runs smoothly, and I hope your party goes fantastically out there in California. All right, thank you very much. Remember, listeners, $30 VIP package. Yeah, give give all the information again for our listeners. Oh, man, I have to pull up the page again. <laughs> Remember, if you live in the L.A. area, the store is called the Wrestling Guy Store. It will start at 4 p.m., obviously, WrestleMania, Sunday. Uh, address is 6085 State Street, Huntington Park, California, 90255. If you have any questions, call 323-393-3162. Remember, that's a $10 entrance. You get a you get a pizza and a drink. Or if you pay the $30 VIP entrance, you get a pizza, a drink, sit front row, and you get to keep the chair. Oh, you got to go with that. So, uh, yeah, hope to see some. Hope to see you guys there. And if you're there because of Camel Clutch Cinema, let me know. Yes, please do. And get tweet, like a, tweet a picture of your chair. Yes, exactly. <laughs> All right, Captain. All right. Have a wonderful night. All right, you too. Bye-bye. And there he goes. Boy, that was a lot of fun. It it really was. All right, so we've got a few more minutes left in the show. We're going to talk a little bit about some of the some of the movies that some of the guys have done, some of the guys on the card, and maybe we'll throw out some genuine predictions here and there. Uh, <laughs> I think The Miz is going to go over on Wade Barrett. We talked about The Miz's film debut in The Marine 3. He's got another movie that they're going to be doing auditions for at WWE Access this year. It sounded like from the title that it was like a Christmas. Christmas movie, but mm-hmm. I don't recall the title, but it looks like they're going to follow, you know, doing another movie with him and hopefully a movie written for him. Yeah, yeah, which, you know, would, would probably uh, 
deliver better results than uh, the Marine 3. And uh, Wade is in Dead Man Down, which apparently he doesn't do much in, and that certainly sparked the the match between the two of them and, and made for some really good uh, and really bad TV. A <laughs> wonderful match with Jericho, Wade, and Miz, and then a terrible segment with them and uh, Gr- and Brad Maddox. <laughs> so who do you think on this match, really? What do you think? I actually think that, that Barrett's probably going to retain. I'd, I'd like to see them sort of, you know, have a, an IC champ who, who holds the title for a while and, and, and brings some, uh, some prestige back to it. And, and I think, I think Barrett's a, a, a great IC, you know, the, the type of guy you want to see is IC champ. I actually would love to see the Miz move back into the main event picture because I think he didn't get to do all of the work that he could have done up in that you know, in the main event. Yeah. Now Miz is undefeated at WrestleMania at WrestleMania. Oh, wow. He's been in the tag team match with the big show where they beat uh, Morrison and our truth. He also was in the main event against John Cena held his title. And then he, he got the pinfall for team team Johnny over team Teddy. Uh, <laughs> if I remember correctly at the, uh, at, at WrestleMania last year, he's been in the pre-show before, where yeah. him and Morrison fought against, I think the Colognes, if I if I yes. don't remember, um, and and they lost. So his yeah. only only time on the pre-show, he actually uh, did not win. So um, we'll see if he if he changes his pre-show winning streak, losing streak, or or if they bump this onto the actual show, if he can maintain his winning streak. Yeah. There you go. Um, let's go right to the to the big main event and do things backwards. We talked a little bit before we were talking about The Rock and John Cena, and mm-hmm. you had an unfinished thought regarding this match. No, I was saying it's surprising that Cena's only appearances have been in WWE films because when we talked to 12 Rounds writer Dan Kunkka, he had said that there was a point where Cena was out in Hollywood taking a lot of meetings, and it seemed like there was really a legitimate push to make him sort of a, a star like The Rock. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I think it may be just a a thing about where the the interest wasn't there enough, and yeah. the time is very very tough on these guys. I was oh, yeah. reading a little bit about how Edge filmed his film Bending the Rules, and I mean it's tough for these guys. You know, a lot of times they got to show up at Raw, and then they got to film a movie, and then show up at Raw, and you know they get a week off here and there. Yeah, I mean, I, I know that happened with Cena with one of his movies. I remember, uh, I think it was one of the episodes we did, so it was either Twelve Rounds or The Marine, mm-hmm. where we we couldn't figure out. Yeah, he wasn't going to film the movie. Right. Yeah, I mean, he just, he would, you know, work on Monday and then go back, fly back and film the movie the rest of the week. Yeah. So also on the card, we've got Alberto Del Rio and Jack Swagger. Um, I think Del Rio has to win only because Jack Swagger's a goof. I, I, I really like Jack Swagger mm-hmm. and he's such a talented amateur wrestler, but yeah. what a dumb decision he made that night. And I think he's got to pay for it. I don't think he can, I don't think he can come away as champ after this. Uh, yeah. these two guys have never been in movies. Both of these guys would be good in films. I know. I, especially Alberto Del yes. Rio because he is able to, to express so much without even saying anything. And then when he opens his mouth, you get even more so he's got a great look and I, I really think he's got the charisma to, to to really you know pull off you know a movie now his uncle mil mascaris was in uh multiple luchador films including the one we reviewed so i mean he he definitely has the pedigree to do you know at least a, a great awesome luchador film yeah now 
Undertaker against CM Punk. Undertaker has the greatest cameo in the history of wrestling movies. Undertaker <laughs> is the bad guy in Hulk Hogan's Suburban Commando. It's, Amazing. It's him and another guy. And when you watch this film, all of a sudden the Undertaker will show up and say with a with a high-pitched squeaky voice, he'll say, <laughs> you're in big trouble, Ramsey. <laughs> this has to be the biggest regret Oh, of Taker's career. It is it is right at the start of Taker's career yeah. as a wrestler. I remember Hulk Hogan talks about it when he was on Regis and, and uh, Kathy Lee at the time. Mm-hmm. He talked about, you know, uh, how he didn't like Taker, you know, and they had to work together in this movie. So that is is just some craziness. Um also, he he uh, is in the documentary documentary Beyond the Map, but only for like a second. There's yeah. a scene where you can see him talking on the telephone. He didn't want to come out of character for that. Yeah, yeah, and it's one of the things where you know, as much as we love to see Taker in the ring as an active competitor, you can only imagine what he might give us after he's retired and he no longer has to sort of protect. That Undertaker image, um, it would be great to see him do uh, a, a DVD out of character yeah. um, and, and, you know, really sort of bring people inside of, you know, because at this point he's got a 20 plus year career, you know, not many superstars have kept a gimmick for as long, even yeah. though Taker sort of switched Changed to the American badass, but mm-hmm. he was always Taker and and to also really protect his his personal life as much too. The uh, the big six-man tag match with Sheamus, Randy Orton, and Big Show versus The Shield. You've got three guys, no movies. Three guys all have movies. Yeah. So uh, Orton and Big Show both appear in WWE movies. Orton is in that movie. I think it's called... Um, it That's was called, What I Am. I was going to say it was called Big Red, but they changed the yeah. title. That's What I Am. And, uh, and of course, Big Show appearing in, in Knucklehead, which we've talked about. Sheamus did a couple movies before he came to the WWE. And uh, you can look online and see some clips. He, he seemed to have been cast in some small parts as a, you know, big buff thug and uh, it seemed to work for him. I don't know if he'll ever get to do a feature, you know, full length, you know, starring role, but I think he may have the chops for it. Yeah, I'm surprised that WWE films uh, haven't done like a, a, you know, a knucklehead type comedy with Sheamus because I think he could really, you know, excel in, a, in, you know, a comedic role. Yeah, we might get that at some point. All right, later on the card, we've got Team Hell No uh, versus Dolph and Biggie. Uh, Kane is the only person in this. He did See No Evil, which we talked about on our Halloween episode. Classic, classic WWE film. Probably the best, if not one of the best that they've done. Yeah. Brock Lesnar versus Triple H in a no holds barred match, which made me think of Zeus and uh, <laughs> and and Rip. But uh, Triple H has appeared in a handful of WWE films. Yeah, Inside Out and also the Chaperone. Yes, Chris Jericho versus Fandango. Chris Jericho's done a little Hollywood work. He certainly is a guy who wants to go Hollywood. The film I remember him best from is a uh, Sci-Fi Channel movie called mm-hmm. Android Apocalypse, where he plays a like android soldier type character. Uh, it's a lot of fun, and hopefully one day we get we get a chance to talk about it. I have not seen that, but uh, I remember uh, when it came out. But I got to say that Jericho has possibly the greatest wrestler appearance in a movie. Well, now what is that? 
Well, I, I got to say that his just based on the amount of screen time, if you if you do like a screen time, you know, you just condense into the amount of time they're on screen. His appearance in MacGruber has to take the cake. Oh, you know what? You're absolutely right. MacGruber, a complete waste of time. But <laughs> yes. Jericho is great in that. Yeah, I mean, the, the exchange he has back and forth with Will Forte as MacGruber, mm-hmm. uh, the, the timing, the you know, the you know, everything about that scene just pops. Yes. It's got sizzle. Now, this crazy eight-person mixed tag match has Brodus Clay, who is in a WWE film not out yet called No One Lives. So we'll have to yes. look forward to that when it comes out. Which and, will actually be uh, premiering soon at the Sarasota Film Festival. Ooh, well, lots yes. of wrestlers live down in Florida, so that's yeah. uh, that's probably a good place. He could probably get a pretty good audience for that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, there's a handful of wrestlers and movies. You could certainly, if you just took the filmography of The Rock, you could be watching WrestleMania 29 stars wrestle for longer than the card itself. Mm-hmm. Yes. So, yeah, some highlights here, some that we'll hopefully get to talk about in the future. We certainly have to thank Captain Marvelous. Always a blast talking to that chap. Yeah, so much fun. And, Craig, thank you so much for doing this one. Oh, thank you, and I will see you at WrestleMania. So you want to wrestle, huh? You're too little. We got ushers bigger than you. Leave. I got to take a crack. Don't you see? Your skills plus my skills in the ring. Tag team. Howard Patrols is John Triton. What are you doing up there? Staying away from you. No more rhymes now, I mean it. Anybody want to feel it? What's that smell? Down goes Jimmy King. Oh my God, a four-post massacre. No one can survive this. This isn't even a pay-per-view. 